ladies and gentlemen, to Flacasual. I'm your host, Model Cyberdyne Systems, Model TFAT. I will be guiding you through tonight. You're talking about the Terminator. If you haven't figured that out already, <laughs> get to the chopper! <laughs> Let's get ready to rank call! guys do not want to know how many bits of cheese ball just flew out of my mouth and onto the pop filter. All the bits. All the cheese ball bits. <laughs> that cheese ball has yeah. been terminated. I'm really, I'm really excited so about tonight. so many bad accents tonight. I have fulfilled, <laughs> I have fulfilled my programming by half emptying these bowl of cheese balls. <laughs> That's the key to a good Arnold impression. Just no serious mid-sentence. <laughs> just yell at the end. Just yell up at the. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I remember it going. That's exactly how it went. Yep. Hey, you're right. the baby. It's that kind of stuff. We <laughs> were not physical. <laughs> the attraction was not based on the physical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun tonight. And I said, oh, yeah. the solid colors would be a huge mistake. You need rainbows or unicorns. <laughs> it's not a tumor. That's the wrong one, man. Oh, my bad. It's the wrong Terminator Technically, movie. Technically, Get to the Chopper was a Terminator movie. It was Kindergarten Terminator. 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 Kindergarten Terminator. Who is my daddy and what does he do? <laughs> hey, that's another cop movie we could do. Just saying. There you go. Yeah, we do another it's cop movie. We should throw, or we do a cop movie series. We got throw in kindergarten cop. It's not a tumor. Yeah. The best of all cop movies. <laughs> yeah. He's a cop who becomes a kindergarten Critically teacher. Critically acclaimed cop movie. I'm a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> I'm on the cover. Oh, we could do a movie of uh, the Terminator when he's pregnant. Oh yeah, T- sure. pregnant Terminator. That's, That's right. Good Pre- or or uh, what was Terminator. that other called? Identical Terminators. <laughs> the one where Danny DeVito was the other Terminator. Twins. That's right. Yeah, yeah. twins. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of great. We have pregnant Terminator, identical Terminators. There's, man, oh my. There's so many to pick from. My, Jungle my, Terminator. My, my. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Terminator. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jungle Terminator. Right. You remember Total Terminator, the one that was on Mars? Total Terminator. Total Terminator. Where he goes to. Yeah. 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 They should have just yeah. called it Terminator on Mars. It would have attracted a lot more people. Running Terminator. Oh, yeah. Running yeah. Terminator. That's oh, that's a one. classic. That is a very, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. see the body Ventura in it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you remember Terminator in New York? <laughs> when they oh, dubbed over the Terminator's voice? Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> so strange. We're going deep cut Arnold tonight. Mm. Screw you, Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why yeah, I just Arnold, channeled Tom Arnold. Arnold die in a toilet. That's for sure. Not yet, anyway. No, not yet. <laughs> I, have a, I have a much better diet. <laughs> We're eating lots of fruits and vegetables. <laughs> I like the predator. Plenty of potassium. The predator. The predator is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the predator is not bad at all. Terminator racer. <laughs> so uh, this <laughs> this could go on forever, but it ought not. To. The sixth Terminator. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. <clears throat> yeah. 
You're just going down his IMDb. Now I am. How he always does that. He just opens it up. You already said Conan the Terminator. Did you say that? No, the Terminatorian or Kung Furry Terminator. (laughs) Kung Furry? Kung Furry. Not Fury. No, it's F U R Y. Furry. (laughs) Thank you for putting me in my place, Howie. Wow. (laughs) You know, F U R Y, Howie. (laughs) Fur. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Yay. welcome back, Flight Casual. Yay. I'm going to put these cheese balls over here because I don't want orange fingers no more. Mm. What the, is it? The, the old, best one. Chad the old goes pollen, deep. The old Paul and, Storm, Paul and Storm jingle. If you want to turn your daddy, daddy parts orange, eat Cheetos and watch some porn. Right? Mm. Isn't that how that goes? That's right. Yeah. Is that a thing? <laughs> According no, to Ron White, it is. But I yeah. just made it up. Just now. It's a thing. It's a real thing. Welcome back, Fly Casual, everybody. I'm Corey over there. There's Mike. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Corey T. Wilson? <laughs> oh, you stole Howie's thing. I did. Howie's too busy searching Arnold's IMDb page. And- <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> I can do this all night. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing good, brah. His filmography isn't as big, or, big as I expected. Well, you had to spend well, that time was, as the governor. Yeah, he was the governor. He <laughs> was so. the governor of California. California. <laughs> you have to put enough. You have to put enough syllables in there. You know that's the best time that they were a state. Because the state is called California. <laughs> Over there, mass control, sipping his pure leaf tea is Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Would you expect anything less? I would expect nothing. Nope. Else or less or more, really. I mean, let's be honest. Yep. Don't don't bullshit a bullshitter. I, yeah. I tend can't not bullshit to. A bullshitter. Yep. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. Upon and down a fuse, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Oh! That's my favorite Arnold quote is just random yell noise. Yeah, like very guttural, tongue swallowy noises, like, you know, half of Total Recall. Yeah, he was like pulling the, the thing out of his, his nose. Eyes are bugging out. Yeah. And his tongue sticking out. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's my favorite Arnold moment of all. Yep. It sounds like a Murloc. Oh, man. <laughs> he is 6'2, you guys. He is 6'2. Oh, I did. I cranked out. He is. 6'2. That's tall. That's a tall drink of water right tall there. Tall guy. Tall Australian drink of water. He's not Australian. He's not Australian at all. <laughs> yeah. But all oh, right. what was the accent? Let's not then? throw another shrimp on the ball, baby. <laughs> yeah. I think he's still oh. technically married oh, to uh, Maria Schreiber. <laughs> I'm here to terminate you. Yeah, y'all. Be a totally different Terminators. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a gun. That's a gun. That's a knife right there. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this would be the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> Why haven't they done this? We yet? gotta find Mars Dyson. Nigel! What are you doing, Nigel? You have one job and nobody even knows what it is! <laughs> do I have to do that for you? <laughs> do I have to do your job for you? Uh, We're gonna have way more fun than our listeners are tonight. <laughs> That's yeah. how it always goes. Uh, time to dock it some crap. Hey! Yay! Oh! Well, dock it some crap. Gonna crap some dock it. Oh, but here comes, here comes, here comes, guys. Oh, gross. Oh, we're doing the Numa Numa dance. It's happening. Oh! I didn't know we were doing uh, that. How he uh, looks like you're pumping uh, some iron uh, over there. I am pumping lots of iron. Rapidly. How what? heavy are those fists? <laughs> are you getting a proper upper body workout? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I do use my fists a lot. They call me. Oh, wow. wow. Fist, the, fist, old, the old fist around. Fist wife, you know what I'm saying? Howie the fister. <laughs> <laughs> what he's known as. It sounds like we've been drinking, but only Mike has. That's not true. And get, well, you're a given, too. <laughs> Howie's, now, you, now, now you're doing the drunk boss thing. Howie's doing the drunk boss hand movement where you just rub your hand left and right across your chest bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's happening over there? Do I need to come over there and bust you? You silly girly man. Oh man, this episode is going to be way more fun than, than you I, expected. Than I expected, yes, that's true. That's true. Ugh. All oh. right. What are we funning on this week, guys? I'll go first. All right. Oh, I first, finally, yeah. I finally watched a movie that's been on my uh, on my radar for a couple of years now. Is it Joker again? It's not. This one's a watch. I finally got around to watching The Big Sick. I have oh. no idea what that is. Well, let me tell you. All right, please do. Big Sick is a Judd Apatow film. Oh, I like Judd Apatow, and it is a a biographical film about. I like biographical films. Uh, about uh, the 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 making of the Terminator. No, it's not uh-huh. about that. <laughs> okay. Shut your mouth and let me get through this. It's yeah, the big full of cheese balls. <laughs> um, it's about uh, the real life story of Kamel Nanjiani and how he met his wife. So who I Valley? feel really bad about the fact that I can't remember her name yes. right now, but she's a writer. And obviously you've seen Kamel Nanjani and various things, including Silicon Valley. But it's their actual... Now, they wrote it, and of course they punched it up for the film. But it's pretty much their biographical story about how they met and she got deathly ill and almost died. Oh. And, uh, and, and basically, the way the film portrays it is they broke up right before she got sick. And then, and she pretty much hated his guts, but then she got sick and was in the hospital and her friends were like calling him and saying, we, you know, we have exams. You need to go be with her because someone needs to be there with her. So he's like reluctantly there and she's like unconscious and they're like, hey, are you her husband? He's like, what? <laughs> are you her husband? We need to put her in a medically induced coma and we need, if you are her husband, to sign this so we can do that so she doesn't die. And he's awkwardly signs it and then her parents come to town who are very much aware of why they broke up and they don't think much of him so there's this awkward thing where he feels compelled to be there and her parents are there and they're stressed out because their daughter's deathly sick and they don't know why no one can tell them why but he also her ex-boyfriend is around that they don't like or want to know at all and it is actually an incredibly charming film Mm. Um, how many dance numbers are there None dance numbers because he's not Indian. He's Pakistani. I don't know if I want to watch something. He's Pakistani. Garrick, don't be racist. That's not. I'm just watching. Even I'm though they just broke dance off from numbers India in every movie I in the last last century or whatever, but uh, which is something that I learned in this film. It's so the you know he he's playing himself you know in the film, and it has to bounce the whole thing between his family who still is trying to arrange marriages every time he's home for dinner. His mom like another another Pakistani girl pops by or <laughs> you know, drops by, like the first time it happens he's like, "Are you serious? Are you serious right now?" So what's the over under on the fact that she's going to say the words "dropped by" in the next ten seconds? And his brother's like, "T minus ten, 
nine, eight. She walks in and she's like, oh, this is this girl. She just dropped by because she's constantly pitching nice Pakistani Muslim girls to him. And like they even tell him like, oh, Kamel, you need to go downstairs and pray because he hasn't prayed that day. So he goes downstairs, rolls the blanket out on the floor, sits down in a chair and looks at his phone, <laughs> like watches YouTube and looks at memes. And then at the end of five minutes, rolls the rolls the little prayer blanket up and comes like he's just faking it. He's so Americanized. He's, he's not into the arranged marriage. He's not into uh, the religious, anything. And so but he's got to hide that from his family. But then he starts dating this white girl, which is going to basically be a huge affront to his family. And she's not worried at all about him and her family. And so there's this whole dichotomy where, yeah, she finds out that he hasn't even told his family about her. And that's what causes a breakup. And of course, anyway, he more or less realizes how much he loves and cares for her while she's unconscious. So, you know, without giving away too much of the movie, but, you know, it's based on someone who's still alive. So when she comes out of her coma, she has to deal with the fact that she still hates him. And he's in love with her. So they have to figure, you know what I mean? But yet his family by that time, it's cool. So his mom is played by Holly Hunter or her mom is played by Holly Hunter. Oh, yeah. Oh, Holly and Hunter. her dad oh, is played right. by Ray Romano. Oh, everybody hates him. Every, no, no, I no, love Ray Romano. I hate Ray. the show. Hate, I hate like oh, him? that show's funny. I like it. Your mom's funny. It's but. fine. But. Either way, I mean, that's kind of a funny team up. Holly Hunter married to Ray Romano, right? He was an old brother where art thou? It works. Yes, she was. It works really, really well, actually. Uh, and and Holly Hunter straight up plays to her strengths. Ray Romano plays to his strengths. He, was in he gets the little Batman jacket. versus what? Superman. Did you no. know that? Uh, yes. Yes. Superman blow, blew her up. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He does that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, kills people. Sure does. Sure does. He's Elastigirl. I recommend this film. It's an easy one. It's not three hours long because Garrick didn't recommend it. And uh, dance numbers apparently. It's got like a really serious story, but it's full of like really goofy Chicago comic humor because their comics are always bantering back and forth at the club and stuff like that. And it it really does a nice job of just never making you feel like it's getting too serious. But at the same time, it's a very serious. It tackles several serious subjects, but the the humor is also never completely lambasting and ridiculous. It's very casual, and I loved it actually. I I, I really really enjoy this film. So I feel like anybody who's interested in watching something that doesn't have guns going pew pew or lasers going, you might want to. What's the point then? Seriously, need Not, some lasers. Neither neither of those things were in Three Idiots. You idiot. So, there was a gun. Was there? A, there was there was no gun. There's a gun. You just talked about the gun last week. He pulled a gun. That was a week ago. I don't even remember that. The rifle with the 22. That's not a gun. That's a bunny popper. That doesn't count as a gun. He is shot in the calf with that. And you're like, great. Now I got to go to the urgent clinic. Great. Now, when you say calf, do you mean like on your leg or like a cup of coffee calf? (laughs) Either or. It's going to hurt the same. (laughs) So that's mine. The big sick. Uh, it is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. I actually just, st- I wanted something to watch. I had no plan. I, for whatever reason, opened up Amazon Prime first, Prime Whoa. Video, and saw it right there. And I was like, oh, I've been meaning to see this since it came out. So I watched it. It was absolutely great. There you go. So, and there it is. Who next? I'll go. I'll get it out You'll of the way. Go. So <clears throat> I'm not the video game guy like you guys are. 
which you always tell us when you tell us about a video game. Every time, just reminding everyone. It's about every other week now. Yeah, good. Let me tell you, you're correct. But I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago that my son was talking about his buddy who had the SNES classic. And I surprised him by pulling the actual real McCoy out of the basement. And he and I have been enjoying some Super Mario World together. And uh, it's been a nice experience. It's been fun, man. Because, you know, okay, let's just put it this way. So when my, my son wants to play Xbox, right, it's usually Skylander <clears throat> and, and stuff, stuff like that. Stuff that is like crap that doesn't interest <sighs> you. At all. Not at all. And I literally fall asleep while I'm trying to play it with him. Mm-hmm. And, and I hate it because he <laughs> loves that and he wants to share something with dad, right? Yeah. So, you know, so I, I feel bad when I'm just so bored with it, not, you know, and he's just like, Dad, hurry up. And he's trying to tell me what to do. And I have no interest. But now that we got the SCN, SNES now that he's out, willing to fish in your pond. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And <laughs> it's just funny that, you know, he uh, is interested in these these old games, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's so funny because for so long, these video games, I mean, just the graphics and the, the stories and everything got so advanced, advanced, advanced. Mm-hmm. And now that we're at a point where these kids are just like, no, what's, where's the old 60, you know, the, the 64-bit, 32-bit stuff, yeah, you know. Give me something challenging. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's all pretty much and fed to you now with mm-hmm. uh with the, the the newer games but so yeah this is fun and it's just been a, a father and son thing that we've had for the last couple of weeks and it's been fun and we're Catching almost to the end and we're gonna fight bowser here pretty soon and Ooh, we're excited about it man it's real yeah that's right when you're coming home dad i don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> hey, i pay attention to my son oh, in fact i'm coaching him tomorrow morning and what time is it now? I would believe oh, that would it's be only this one. morning. It's almost one. This yeah. morning. Yeah, in a few hours, I'm going to be coaching him. So, don't know how to pick up chicks. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, yeah. what goes around comes around. It's fun that these kids are actually enjoying these old ass games that we played back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a how been an experience. Howie Doc. Oh, so I have been catching up on season four of season The four. Good Place. Woo! Good place. Good place. Yeah, it somehow passed my brain good, that good. that had come out and gone, and I'm like, or not? I don't think it's done yet. Gone but, forever. But uh, uh, yeah, so I'm like, oh, I got a lot of episodes to catch up on. So that's been a fun ball experience. A fun ball experience. <laughs> yep, with my dual fisting. Is that a super happy fun ball experience? It's a super That's happy like a fun, fun ball. ball Howie fisting. the fister catching up. Yeah. So yeah, who here has seen le- at least part of the good place? No idea Yo, what you're talking about. This no guy. Idea. This guy over yeah, here. Yeah, all the cool people guy. anyways. Yeah. Just so cool Mike people. doesn't matter. Hey, yeah. Mike, it's a I show don't. that I hated for the first four or five episodes and then suddenly it clicked and I loved it. Man. <sighs> Good place, huh? Give me give me a quick synopsis. So, so Kristen Bell is hot and trashy and knows it. And also there's other people in it. Ted Danson oh. is freaking hilarious. Oh, Ted Danson is, okay. is really fun. All right. He's I know which one as all I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I like uh the dude from Jacksonville. He cracks me up. Oh my oh, gosh. Yes. Yes. This guy's hilarious. He... Can't remember his name. I don't know why. Bortles! Bortles! <laughs> so a mall top cockpit. His war cry is yelling Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> that was the season finale where like Bortles was dropped from the team. 
<laughs> and he just like crushes him. No, Damn. but uh, so that tall chick, Jason, that's his name. Jason, yeah, and Pillboy. <laughs> so he's in the Mandalorian. <laughs> so the season one, Donkey Duck. <laughs> Pillboy and Donkey Duck. <laughs> Season one follows these four people as they get ascended. They die and they get ascended into heaven. And uh, or they do. Do it's they? A good place. They, okay, it's the good place. You're right. It's not heaven. It's the good place. Mm-hmm. So um, it's quite hilarious. And I, I don't. If you talk about it too much with people who don't. Know anything about it? Then. The premise is stupid and contrived. the The storylines are absolutely the most ridiculous sounding things. the mm-hmm. the The discussion topics and the banter is just boring sounding. But all of that's not actually true if you watch it. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you describe it, it sounds awful. It's, yeah, it's like super philosophical, but it's yet it's like just trashy, purpose. funny. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. And they're they're twenty two minute. Bites yeah. size, you know. But the thing is, the philo- the philosophy that they do actually <clears throat> at, over time gets pretty in depth. They also get silly with like the bureaucracy of the good and bad place and all yeah. that stuff. But they also touch on some things where you're like, oh, oh, damn, that's a life lesson everybody could learn. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're like, and and they didn't shove it in my face. Like the stuff they're shoving in your face is just pie hole stuffing goofiness. Yeah. But if you pay attention, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, all the, yeah, yeah, I see. That's I see. A thing. And we, you have to talk in that <laughs> accent too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear Get more about <laughs> But Kristen Bell is just freaking amazing. She is. Everybody on that the, show yeah, plays the chemistry her part between perfect. between all the characters is wonderful. But Jason steals my, the show. Oh my goodness. My favorite episode though <laughs> is the Jeremy Bear Me episode. Oh yeah. my god. That so far is throwing the gummy bears oh, in the chili. I've never laughed so hard in my life. Uh, that episode. <laughs> By the way, if, the if, for those who've not seen the show, Jeremy Bear Me is actually how time works. So <laughs> Yeah, in, in the, the good, in the good and bad place. Yeah, in the, yeah, the good, yeah, the afterlife realm. Yeah, the, whatever. What's, time what's is the dot over the eye that broke me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeremy bear me. Jeremy bear me. <sighs> when you draw uh, out how time works, it spell it looks like the word Jeremy, Jeremy bear me. Yep. <laughs> with, a, with a dot over the eye, which the sounds absolutely stupid. But you ha- you'd it, have to be there in the context of the show. It's freaking hilarious. So mm-hmm. watch it if you haven't watched it. And if you have, come join the party on Discord. Yeah. Good place. Good show. Also, I forget her name, but that tall chick is really attractive. I can't remember her oh, name. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tahani? Janet? No, not Janet. Tahani? Tahani, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Janet is actually also- pretty attractive, too, if you look at her pictures outside of... Oh, no. Yeah, so- I know that they... that suit thing they have her wear that yeah. makes her look very like much like a Geico commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that was do Chidi. Chidi's pretty hot. Chidi is See? ripped, dude. Oh yeah. That guy is he took his shirt off. Woof. Whoa. I was like, that gum, Cheese. Wow. 
And yeah. so was Kristen Bell in the moment. Actually, everything I'm they didn't saying, have her dicker shirt off. Everything though. that I'm <gasps> saying, what? Everything I said is something that's said many times by Kristen Bell's character in the show. Yeah, <laughs> like she's always like talking about how she would totally, she would totally go with a girl if it was for Tahani. Like she like would go les for her, or like or like say like you're just like a tall, beautiful giantess and so like, like she just diarrhea of the mouth. Every like a graceful giraffe. Now <laughs> yeah. yeah, the interesting thing is they actually for this quirky funny stupid show they all the characters have some significant character development mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the enjoyable whole, the whole show itself is that? yep which yeah one of the themes yeah that's the theme big recommender on the good place garrick hey what up How, what, so, what you dock it like what i'm docking is so don't say picard have you heard of this uh this dc streaming service that uh nobody's talking about no <laughs> I think I I literally heard that it might exist once. The first time I've heard about it is now. They they just came out with a new uh, animated series based around one of my favorite character, uh, comic characters of all time from the DC universe. Harley Quinn. Yeah. The Harlequin? They came out with a Harley Quinn show. Mr. J. Yeah. Well, the, the accent isn't the same. This time around, because they got totally different actors for everything. Why? Um, Why do they keep so doing they, that when they have perfectly awesome people that are still around to do it? So, yeah, well, Money. the thing is, <clears throat> this show uh, oh, is rated MA for a reason. <gasps> and, oh, my yeah. god! So they, there's a lot of swearing. They are really and, addicted to horse crap, aren't they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't. I think I like it, the the the, the show because you know it's it's very no, you want to like it yeah <laughs> no I keep watching it the, the because you were cast, trying to convince yourself to like the it. voice cast is amazing though because they have like uh, they have a, a wide cast of DC characters first of all so of course they have Harley Quinn they have uh, Poison Ivy the Joker obviously then they bring in like uh, Doctor Psycho oh, um, wow. Clayface and King Shark. And that's Clayface, like Clayface creeps me out, man. Yeah. Well, Clayface is actually voiced by uh, Alan Tudyk. Which well, there you go. Because he's like this over the top, dramatic, like English accent. And it's, it's, it's insane. For Clayface? The whole show is insane. Yes. That's crazy. Like, I always the, thought of Clayface as like just like a gangster, like a oh, high. No, they don't, they don't care about what you think it <laughs> should be like. <laughs> they give like no. Bane, like the, the voice of Bane. Voices it like it in the the Dark Knight Rises. Was it the Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight? Yeah, yeah. The the movie, the Christian Bale movie. But he does like a really weird take. So he's like, I am brain. I'm gonna I'm gonna rob so, this brain. So he's doing the thing where he's going up it's, and down a lot. Yeah, it's really and hilarious. And the, Lex Luthor is uh, voiced by Giancarlo Esposito. And he's wait a minute. Yeah. Giancarlo, yeah, mm-hmm. and remember, as we were told, it's Esposito, Esposito. which I refuse yeah. to ever say again. <laughs> like an insane cast, and it's, nuts. it's just madcap, nonstop swearing, violence, and it's, I don't know. I think I like it. <sighs> Maybe I keep watching it. I just don't want to include DC to keep tumbling down this rabbit hole of broness that just. It's not. It's not bro because it's it's a, uh, it's different than that. 
It's very tongue in cheek. When I hear Garrick say he thinks he likes a cartoon, I'm certain that it's garbage. Well, well, you know, King Shark is voiced by Ron Funches. And he's oh, like, hell a, no. Yeah, King Shark is like, <laughs> you know, you think he's he's a giant shark with a man body. Yeah, he's always got, you know. Yeah, but he's like, he's like a hacker, I guess. Oh like, he's super God. intelligent. He's like a hacker, and he hates how everyone assumes he's just like a big dumb shark. And it's Ron Funches. Ron that is not anything that computes in my head at all, but now I'm interested in at least observing it once. Yeah. You should try an episode or two to see what you think, because I really want someone else's opinion on it. Because you know, Jim Rash is uh, the Riddler. <laughs> that's it's not like... That's not actually the that's the least crazy thing I've heard you say. <laughs> yes, he looks like the Riddler. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's it called again? Yeah called harley quinn that's it that's it yep man harley quinn do you guys remember when harley quinn was cool and then they started making cool shut up they started making movies and cartoons at the same time and they can't even make a batman movie or a flash movie but suddenly harley quinn's got multiple properties (sighs) just doesn't feel like it's cool anymore i'm wayne knight is oswald cobblepot well that gives you any idea that's news no wayne knight yeah, he yeah. looks a little bit like penguins from the Jurassic Park. Yeah, dude, Penguin. Newman. Yeah, yeah, Newman. See, nobody cares. Nobody That's what cares. he says. Nobody cares. Nobody really cares. It's not news, but this is. Oh, yeah. Tired of talking about the cartoons and talk about the news. Well. Like we haven't had enough Star Wars news lately, but uh, <laughs> More it keeps Star rolling Wars. in, baby. They've delayed Obi Wan to twenty twenty seven. Oh, I'll be dead by then. Me too. <clears throat> if my plans go accordingly. Well, I know this has been a couple weeks ago, but uh, the I'm on the Elvis. Colin Trevorrow script has leaked to the Ooh. internet. Trevorrow, the whole huh? script. I believe it's the whole thing, from what I've understood. But I have not double checked that. When did we jump from Trevorrow to Trevorrow? I always said Trevorrow. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yes, no, I have. no, no, you, you have really not. haven't. Yes, we I know have. there no. are three people. No. Garrick, chime in. Yeah, I, I would have laughed you. at a, a long time ago. <laughs> I would have too. <laughs> I, I don't know the, what's going on. Really at some point, let's do it. That's, that's I pretty much just started today. So <laughs> Trevorrow, Trevorrow. Yeah, I actually heard it in last week's episode. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, uh, wait, that's new. Nah, so anyway, the uh, his version of the movie, not only at minimum a description of the movie has come out, but now apparently uh, concept art has also leaked. Yes. Have you guys seen I've some seen, of the concept I've art? I've seen the concept art. What? Yeah. Concept art? Oh, yeah. There's some cool concept the, art out there, the man. Ep9 that never was. The Ep9 that never was. Uh, titled Duel of Fate, by the way. Yep. Hey, that's the F9 that could have been, I suppose. So, um, I don't know. I I haven't read the description yet. It sounds like you have, maybe, Corey. Anybody else? Uh, No, I've only read tiny, tiny tidbits, and I've seen the concept art. Does not involve Darth Maul. Lame. You can't call it that unless it has Darth Maul. It did involve 3PO coddling the lifeless corpse of R2D2. It did. Yeah, there's some interesting. That concept art looked. Good old, good old, good old C Trevs himself on the Twitter said that R2 was not actually killed or destroyed. Yeah, I did. He, I he, figured. It said he just took a shot 
Hey, everybody, he goes, happens to the best of us, I think, were his words. <laughs> well, R2 got shot in every movie. Just about, right? yeah. Pretty interesting that this gets leaked now, but uh, I don't know. I suppose it was bound to happen at some point. Yeah, who cares? Why not? Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. But uh, Good job, Trevorrow. Of course, the people that are super critical of Lucasfilm like right now are glomming onto this and presenting it as, oh, man, this looks so much this cooler. This better. This has been way better than Rise of Skywalker, Shut man. Up, no way you could possibly know that. I, exactly. I'm you just like. freaking like farmers. I, I mean, Release the Trevorrow cut. <sighs> release Trevorrow cut, guys. <laughs> Hashtag release Trevorrow. I mean, okay, so I'm not going to defend release all the stuff it. that happened That's there sweet. because I feel like Lucasfilm is a mess in yeah. that regard because they've had their problems with yeah. directors. It's messy. But trying to trying to make this point that this would have been the good one <laughs> all right i mean that's take a seat charlie i mean come on come on come on oh, it's stupid come on it's a stupid thing anymore come on. For, for the unwashed masses to look at a, at a leak storyline and go see that would have been a good one that would have been better than crap we got the funny the thing JJ is jj cut would have been better everything's better <laughs> everything it's like no you know what it's just not as good as you wanted it to be it doesn't mean that anything else would have been yeah. better right it, anything else that was already conceived of. Right. I mean, there were, Yeah, I, you got to convince me that the George Lucas trilogy treatment would have been better. Yeah, sure. Because I like The Rise of Skywalker better than all of the prequel films. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nah. yeah. Oh, maybe three. Eh, that's maybe not a, couple, a wild claim. Maybe one or two, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Revenge three, of the yeah. Sith. I think Revenge of the Sith, I'd still probably put it. Do it. <laughs> oh, it's a ray shield, Anakin. We're trapped in a laser wine glass. Well, you're just naming all the bad parts. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you want me to say Come all the bad on. parts? All right, hold up. I got it memorized. It's going to be two hours and 23 minutes. <laughs> what about Padme? <laughs> It's <laughs> my Arnold Padme Vader impression. Oh, that'd be great. Somebody needs to do that. Go back and put Arnold's voice over top of Vader. Oh, don't you tempt me. <laughs> the galaxy is fine with Sam. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> it is too late for me, and my son. <laughs> <laughs> sister <laughs> so you have a sister you have a sister <laughs> Obi-Wan was wise to hide it from me <laughs> his, his breath matches goes oh, 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 with his oh. voice while he's talking <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Tell the simple plan until you find those plans. Get to your fighters. <laughs> if this is a cosmic ship, where's your capacitor? <laughs> Bring me those plans. I want them alive. Actually, he does yell that. There. Yeah, he does. That sounds just like. That. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, kind of. It would have been a very, joke on your aspirations. It would have been a very different movie Ooh, looking through one. these pictures. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I, seriously, the concept art's kind of fun to look through. So I'm, I'm 
Kind of glad they came out. The I concept mean, art always looks edgier than the real thing. Though. Of course, it did. I remember Force Awakens, oh, had, Force Awakens art. I was like, whoa, look at this movie. Whoa. It looks like it was they, drawn uh, in the 70s, but oh, it was. <laughs> in one of the pictures, they have Luke actually blocking a lightsaber yeah, with, his, it with hand. his hand. Yeah, holding his hand, yeah. Kylo's, yep. And uh, Ray had right a double-bladed blue lightsaber mm-hmm. that she built for herself. So, Yeah, I mean... It's always fun to speculate some of that stuff, I guess. So, you Hux, know what would be Hux fun? commits, uh, what do they call it? Seppuku. Seppuku. Harikari. Yeah, that. Remember those uh, those old <laughs> comics where they did alternate, Harry like, Carey. alternate like oh. realities or whatever, like Leia yeah, became the, the chosen Infinity, one. Star Wars Infinity loot. comics, yeah. It'd be cool if maybe somebody someday did the uh, Colin Trevorrow version. <laughs> you just trolling me now. I will not be trolled into a button. <laughs> Did you know? Oh, I'll throw yeah. a cheese ball at you. In his yeah. version, there would have been a guillotine that's I know, instead I saw of the blade, it's a we're, lightsaber. You mean, you mean where Phasma what? was actually cool looking? Yeah, there's a guillotine scene with yeah. Phasma. Well, not Phasma, getting, being, not yeah. Phasma getting guillotine. No, no. Phasma's standing next to guillotine going, we're going to kill you slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a really dull Wait, game. what do you mean by slow? I'm going to count it down from like a hundred, man. This must have been before. This must have been <laughs> before. Like the whole scene. 99. Nine, 98. 97. 96. 95. This is so slow. It's intense. It's killing you. <laughs> You don't know. I might drop a drill. You don't know. <laughs> Ninety four, anyway. Uh, I just love that. I loved that Phasma was in the artwork because obviously this is before he got the notes that yeah. oh, RJ killed her. So yeah, there wasn't even notes. He got a never text. Mind. Killed like text. Got text. no Luke, no Phasma. <laughs> also, Hux is a dipshit now. <laughs> no it's Snoke. Like, no Snoke. Basically, you can't do the movie you just wrote. Never yeah. mind. You remember where we left off with the first one? No. No. Like there was, it's like two hours later and everybody's dead. Sorry, man. Sorry. Not two hours movie time. It was way longer. Two hours actual real life time in the, like it passing in the movie. All right. So we actually have some non-Star Wars news this week. Thank the Lord. Yeah. It's Marvel news. Oh, okay. That's ready for some Marvel news. That's like Star Wars cousin. Star Wars cousin, the, the like the better cousin, the yeah. more the, the more she's hotter, she's hotter cousin. and a little more intellectual <laughs> yeah. in a weird way. Like you don't think she's intellectual, People but you like talk to her, her and you're like, yeah, more. like wow, like she's really got a little a certain je ne sais quoi, <laughs> a little bit richer, yep. you know, lives in the nicer house down the street, wears really tight spandex, <laughs> really tight, shows her ass, mm-hmm. like just right, yeah. just right. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel 2. Star has Wars been is a really schlubby piece of crap. Schlubby we wears sweatpants everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, has, I don't know if he ever shaves. He's got one nostril that's always full of boogers yeah. and he doesn't blow his nose. Yeah. And it's like green and swimmy. And you're yeah. like, how does that not drip out of so, there? It's like so an upside Star Wars down is green Lucas? blizzard. Is that what you're saying? Versus <laughs> George Lucas. Well, Lucas doesn't wear sweatpants. So at least he wears jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. No. Very, very 95, but he still wears his jeans. Yeah. So. They have a nice crease down there. This dude, no, Star Wars is the kid who still wears his old burgundy polo over a white long sleeve tee, <laughs> but it's not white anymore. So even though polo's clean, that white long sleeve tee, like sleeves yellow. are like yellowed yeah. and kind of gross, gross looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The less popular kid down the street. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. But his cousin, whoo. 
Okay, so Captain Marvel 2 has been announced formally. <laughs> Yay! Yay? I guess. I, I, I don't think there's... I don't know. I don't feel like there's much enthusiasm you for have Marvel. Any idea in how general? much I can't wait to watch her deliver lines flatly. <laughs> hey, I'm here now. Well, this has kind of been the speak the, for yourself, little guy. This has been kind of the funny thing because there's like a debate online now, I guess, about okay. So, I mean, we're in the new era of Marvel, right? right. So, at some point, they're going to have the big crossover event, which everybody assumes is going to be, you know, new Avengers, whatnot. And uh, so who's going to head up the new Avengers, right? And uh, yeah, so who? there's this debate. Old man Cap sitting in a I chair. I thought it was going to be Falcon America, man. It Falcon. should be Falcon America, man, it but America, it's man. not going to be Falcon America, man. And his pal man. Bucky. And his pal Bucky. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the always, debate is raging right now. Always the sidekick, I mean, never the hero. The, yeah. the setup last year, I mean, Disney was talking hardcore about it being Captain Marvel. They were really pushing the whole Captain Marvel angle. But no one cares. Right, no one cares. Oh, I'm sorry. There are people that pretend to care. <laughs> But then, the, I mean, the, the other side of it is Spider-Man, because, I mean, in the MCU, right, mm -hmm. the heir apparent seems to be Peter Parker. I don't right? like it. I don't want Peter. Honestly, Spider-Man kind of, is a street-level character. Yes, yeah. I kind of, of agree. He's awesome when he bats up, you know, when he, when he plays up a league, but his home is... I mean, down. I know we're barely into this new era of yeah. Marvel, right? So... Who knows how things are going to fall into place? But if any of this comes true, I mean, I'm not super hip on Captain Marvel because I don't feel like she's had one movie, right? And she was barely an Endgame. I don't feel like she's earned the right to kind of, you know, I, I, if, I, I feel like it's about what she earned. I think it's about the fact that she's just not. Yeah. The movie she's a, was she's enjoyable. She's a cosmic character, not a Avengers. Yeah, that's the thing. She's cosmic, so she's uninteresting. It's like in a way where Superman's hard to write. Well, because I thought the acting was flat too. That, that's where I'm getting to. Like she's cosmic, so it's hard to make the stakes high. And in, 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 we just in, don't in have enough exposure high. to her. But man. also, I mean, think about this. Think about if everybody who played Superman was boring as hell. You know what I mean, like mm. if like that's. I'm sorry. I th it's it's the Rose Tico argument all over again. It's kind of well, no, it's not because she did uh, Kelly Marie Tran did the best she could with what she had. Uh, I don't think what what's why can't I remember Brie Larson? Brie again? Larson, yeah, Brie Larson. I've seen her in stuff where I've enjoyed her. I was gonna say but I have she too. was the weakest part of like the Pilgrim movie the Captain world. Marvel. She was the weakest link. Everybody in the movie was more interesting I than her. Tend to agree, yeah. And it's not just the character. It was the character, the way the character is written, the right. character's ability I, I mean, level, yeah. the direction, and the acting. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. I mean, I can't hardly blame the actor because I always feel like these in these situations, we've talked about a hundred times with, a hundred million times with Hayden Christensen. It's not that he doesn't have the chops, and it's definitely not that Brie Larson doesn't have the chops because she either has an Academy Award or, or. But at the same time, who was the most? Who was the worst line deliverer in Endgame? Of all of the heroes who delivered the worst line, like the lines in the worst way, she had like three or four lines and yeah. they were all forgettable. No, I mean, they were like they stood out as being bad, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. It was a, hey, hey, what's up? Like she had all these brief lines, like her, like looking oh, her right. little her side of the eye down at Rocket and stuff like that. Like yeah. everything she says, I'm just kind of like, go home. And where she's staring down Thor and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah like it's right. just every, it's just, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. They had the same director that she did. Right. At some point, I got to wonder if it's just not the right type of character for Brie Larson. Yeah. If it's just just bad matchup. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the writing could be better. So I guess that we'll could see. Be. Could now be. that said, it's going to be a totally different writer and different director on this film. So I don't know what that says. I don't know if that's a a plus or a minus, given uh, that that you have your original writer and there's just I mean, certain there's certain people I wouldn't cast in a role like that. You know what's what's her name the 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 Arquette from the one that was in the Medium show. The, huh? the blonde Arquette, the, or the, the one that had Patricia? her. Is that the one who, is, yeah, oh. uh, yeah, the other one's Rosanna, right? Yeah, Patricia oh. Arquette. Like, at some point, she was, you know, when she was younger, I feel like she would have been the, the, the same as Brie Larson, like, being cast in this role. It's like, okay, yeah, she's a really good actress. Absolutely wrong person for this type of role. Yeah. And I kind of, that like, to me, that's actually a, maybe no one else would ever agree with that in a million years. But in my mind, it's like, yeah, her and her prime, really good actress. Yeah. Pretty blonde. Right. Does not exude what you're looking for from an ultra powerful character. It, it would be flat. Yeah. And that's, anyway. Well, the ultra powerful characters are always hard to write anyway. I mean, we talk about Superman all the time, right? Yeah, but we've I had mean, some nobody... incredibly competent people play Superman in different ways. Right, but the writing around it, I mean, it's it's either stale, like Superman Returns, or, oh, it's Lex Luthor again, great. Su- Superman Returns you know, wasn't or... stale, it was boring. Right, I love that movie. I time, do too. Trust me, I, I do too. But I mean, it's like, oh my gosh! I mean, it's Lex Luthor or again. See, Can't I would say the writing else? in in like Man of Steel was not boring but stale. It, it felt <sighs> cliche. Yeah, Man of Steel. I don't know. I block, I block, <laughs> I I block that out of my mind anymore. I, I really can't. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I it's. I guess overall, it's going to be interesting to see what Marvel tries to pull off in this new phase of things and uh, who is really going to stand out, you know, because, I mean, yeah, we've had a Spider-Man movie and made a billion dollars and it's the most successful ever. But I I just, I have to wonder if the billion dollar mark really even means anything anymore because, I mean, Spider-Man made it, but who's really talking about that Spider-Man movie? Yeah, it was. You know, Rise of Skywalker made a billion dollars. It's a good movie. We enjoyed it, but nobody's really talking about it now. Same with Last Jedi. And and, I mean, I'm serious. I mean. People are going to talk about Last Jedi until the world ends. Well, (laughs) not not in a great way. (laughs) Well, some of them. But do you see what I'm saying, though? No, it'll, it'll both be not in a great way. There'll be people who continually hate it and the people who continually hate the people who hate it. The thing about about billion-dollar movies anymore is that the majority, I mean, if you look at the breakdowns from domestic to to the foreign box office, it's all foreign-based now, man. I mean, it's Rise of Skywalker. I mean, it's $400 million movie, which is pretty... You know, it's a good movie, you know, from mm-hmm. for a domestic box office, but the overseas is what carried it over the billion dollar mark. Yep. You know, and I think that's what you see a lot of times anymore. So, I mean, really? I think that was true for Force Awakens even. I mean, Force Still, Awakens. though, I want to go back to who would actually lead the Avengers. I feel like that's a lot more interesting than going down these box office. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Right. Because we've done it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. They should, they should do a round table type, type thing where they're all equal. It's like, I have no. Yeah, Thanks yeah, your socialism version sounds no, great. Wait a minute, Gary. the um, the Falcon, <laughs> the Falcon and Winter Soldier <laughs> thing. That's is that oligarchy. a Disney Plus thing or is it going to be a movie? Yeah, I don't even know. I'm so out of the loop. Yeah. I, I expect you to tell me these things now. Yeah, tell me, Mike. <laughs> Honestly, I forget, man. I forget if it was going to be that, a show. Therein or not. lies the rub. Right. It's like 
some of this because news is so like, mixed and forgettable and like, confusing. And like WandaVision might be interesting, but I don't think it's going to be good. Maybe it will be. <sighs> yeah. But I look at it, it's going to be more of a novelty, at, at least from the things that I see in here. I, I, I could be completely struck sideways by it. Yeah. You have two competent actors. Right. Extremely competent, I think. Yeah. A lot of question marks coming down the line with Disney and Marvel and Star Wars and all that good stuff. So it'll yeah. be interesting to DC. see. I think yeah, the head of the Damage. Avengers should be an AI that Tony Dark printed Horse. of him, himself into. Dude, you say DC, but actually the funny thing is, is I feel like DC's on the upswing right now, man. They're the <laughs> ones I'm yeah, just, Hold on, just out. wait till the Harley Quinn movie flops. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna it's that movie actually manages to look worse than Suicide Squad. Uh, the trailers for that movie are the most uninteresting pile yeah. of dog vomit yeah. I have. Watch ever it be really good. That'd be hilarious. that would be hilarious because the trailers are awful. <laughs> they're, they're it is so mind-numbingly you know awful. They're you know speaking on a broader scale. I mean, Hollywood is like on a huge decline. Apparently, they're. I mean. In terms of year over year, I mean, they're way down this year. They're and no Bollywood, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just make with, more stuff, guys. With the infusion of, of streaming and a lot and more and more movies, like more and more cutting edge movies going to just Netflix or Prime or uh -huh. whatever. I mean, the box office is just going to keep declining, in my opinion. I mean, and Netflix maybe, is making the quality stuff because they're yeah. winning all the, the right. Oscars. All, all the nominated. awards, right. And actually, I really feel like the foreign market is making and, and, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. The foreign market, I feel like is being concentrated on more because it may, it brings in more money and they're going to be catering to those foreign audiences more than they are to the domestic they audiences. They don't have all of our streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the UK just got I Disney just feel Plus, like right? Domestically, I just feel Not like yet. domestically <laughs> we're going to keep turning to the interesting stuff on Netflix and Prime and Hulu and, you know, and all the other ones that are starting to put out original. I mean, has anybody Apple watched now? The Irishman yet? I have not. It's on my list. My wife wants watch to watch the yeah. what? Irishman. So, well, anyway. yeah, I don't like Scorsese films, but I'm still going to give it a shot because it's like on four Netflix. Four hours long, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's a Scorsese long. film, so it's three <laughs> films in one. I hope there's at least yeah. four dance numbers. All right. So, anyway, be interesting to see. And, uh, that's all I had for news. Oh my gosh, that's all you have for news. That means it's time for the Porkins bite of the week. Peekins! I don't know if y'all know this, but you remember that theme from the Terminator 2 where Linda Hamilton is standing at the fence? And she's looking at other Linda Hamilton holding the baby John. Oh, yeah. And they playing around and she's yelling like, oh, GTFO, mothers. She was very domesticated. Got to get on scene. out of there. Them bombs is coming. You remember right. that part? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, the bombs come down and everybody melts and she turns into like flaming goo. Go, Linda Hamilton, leave. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't Linda Hamilton. <gasps> what? Yeah, no, Linda Hamilton standing at the fence, but the mama playing around with the baby. That was Leslie Hamilton, Linda Hamilton, twin sister. What? what? That's no. crazy. She's like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> you got it, dude. Actually, I would Olsen like to point out. I would like to point out, it, dude. I like to point out the thespian skill. The thespian <laughs> skill oh here my. on Fly Casual. Oh my! When you will know when when the guys know the Porkins bite of the week before. <laughs> 
you get a much peppier response. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. Was that 90, a giveaway? Was that a giveaway? 90% of the time, 90 to 95% of the time. No, and that's not an exaggeration. They have no idea what the Porkins by the week is going to be because Porkins kid doesn't tell us in advance. But sometimes like, you know, he's on the phone with his mom and he tells her and everybody overhears and then they get super excited. <laughs> what? After the fact. What? <laughs> You be the judge what? of what just happened tonight. <laughs> what? In the meantime, it's time to get our, our stuff on with the with the thing and the stuff and the things that we do. I like doing stuff and things on the stuff that I think yeah. I do. It's time to get my groove thing on. We're going to talk about this cybernetic organism. <laughs> Model one, the one. I'm a TA hunter. I come back through time. Living flesh. Come with around. me if you want to live. Synthetic body thing. Zaracano. Zaracano. Parents are already dead. <laughs> he says it all the time in the movie Zaracano. I'm here to kill you now. <laughs> are you Zaracano? I came from the future. I looked you up on the phone book. You're going to have a baby, but you're not phone now. Book. There was four of them, but I killed them all before I got to you. Yeah. Yeah. I killed your roommate and her lover. My bad. My, my bad, everyone. But no, seriously, you're going to die now. Hold still. No, don't know. My name is Stop T-100. I can't see you. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> Stop, Stop moving. Wait. Stop running away. <laughs> this is going to drag on for like two hours. <laughs> Get it dark. With no dance numbers. Oh my. My, 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 my. Zoopy, 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 do. All right. So are we doing a movie tonight or are we doing the franchise, baby? Franchise. Really? Wait, wait, wait. Full, full, full franchise. How can you do just one Terminator movie? Yeah. That's a good question. Just, they're like Pringles, dude. Yeah. Eat one. Can't We're eat not just even just one. doing movie franchise because we got Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles up in here. Woo! The TV franchise. I forgot to watch that. It's I know the you best did. Terminator TV series of all time. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> true. That's, that's hands down. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. That is hands Who down. Who watched it's, that series? It's also the worst. <laughs> it is I also had the hots for Cersei Lannister before Hell she was yeah. Cersei Lannister. And I had the hots for, uh, what's her name? For Summer Glau. For Khaleesi. Summer Glau. Yeah, oh, no. no. Summer Glau was a Terminator in that. I don't know who it's Summer a, Glau It's a great time is. to She's do the Terminator franchise because it's yeah. it's over. Right? Oh, from They're not Fire, making any Firefly like, person. Okay. Yeah, she was the 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 killer girl from Firefly. Oh. She plays a Terminator. River, it was a real River. jump. Right. Oh, did I say Willow? What am I in Buffy Land? Ah, I got Whedon Willow. right. Screw it. She played Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. All right. So the uh, Terminator River Tam. Tam series kicks off in 1984, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, in 1996. 1984. We always bring this up. Huge year for movies. If you've never looked it up before, go to Box Office Mojo. Why did you go? Don't, don't go to Box Office Mojo anymore. Yes. Boycott that site. 
Why? What? It's yeah. terrible now that they well, got yeah, bought yeah, out their by interface what? is really obnoxious. Well, the, yeah, IMDb it's different, thing. and they want you to if you want to look at past years. Now you have to get a subscription, a premium to service. IMDb Plus. Uh, no, 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 no. Box Office Mojo. Be careful. No, but it's IMDb. Oh, it's bought IMDb. them out. Yeah. yeah, gotcha, gotcha. You gotcha. have to get an IMDb Plus subscription to oh, access God. all the old stuff. It's garbage. Yeah, They've it is ruined the site. Anyway, but there's still the some point good is there. a lot of good movies came out Boy in 1984, including the Terminator. I'm boycotting uh, it right now. There you go. And what? <laughs> and what? Oh, no, that's just, the Terminator that's and a bunch of other films. Supergirl. Right. Yeah. Supergirl too. Yeah. So it had, Airwolf. That's how so it be pretty good to make a splash. Kind of be, you know. Blood theater. The, the whole idea of the, uh, you know, the super intelligence taking over the machines, killing us really kind of, I, I can't, I was trying to think of this today. Were there any movies prior to the Terminator that really had that concept of the machines taking over the world? Probably was like a Twilight Zone. Episode <clears throat> yeah, there's probably, but probably not in this like not very, making it a personal one to one fear thing, right? Where you're like you're an individual being hunted, right? By that, I mean, like like humans are like a virus to be exterminated. Uh, yeah, you got things like Gemini Man and stuff like that that kind of skirted near that concept, but I would, yeah, I I I think it was really all about the whole like. Something that is indestructible. You know where the terminate the idea comes from, right? No. Uh, Educate me, baby. James uh, James Cameron. I almost mm -hmm. said James Taylor. The very different movie. Jim Crow. Uh, James Crow. James, James Cameron, Cameron was in Rome, and they were on like a big pause for shooting some like piranha movie. <laughs> The first sci-fi channel. <laughs> I don't. I think sci-fi channel existed. I don't know. What? But it was. It was like it was a like really low like C level tier horror film. And they were something was going on where Night they, of the living piranhas, where they literally they were on hiatus and they couldn't finish filming. And he was doing rewrites and he was stressing out and he had like this fever dream in the middle of the night of like a chrome torso crawling, uh, pulling itself across the floor to kill him. And he woke Whoa. up and went, oh, huh. I'm. How could that come about? Yeah, how, how, right. how, how, what would make Connor. that feasible? And then he uh, wrote the movie, wrote the Terminator film. Huh. I had not heard that story. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Indeed. See, I rely on you for current stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> I know old crappy stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> See, that's why I'm here. Nice. But but that's yeah. Your function. Yeah, I that the whole thing about that first film is and it, it's almost exclusive to the first film is that it's not so much about the war, the uh, the coming war and the machines taking over. Right. That's just the premise to justify the killer robot trying to kill you. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. The rest of the movies are all make a much bigger deal about the future and fate and all that stuff. But yeah. Well, they had, this, to, they had to fill like 10 minutes of movie where they were like fighing a giant mech on treads or something in the first movie. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the see, opening I'll scenes are always what? great. You always have something crushing a human skull yeah. on a beach somewhere. Yeah. I <laughs> right. love it. Never but I'll tell you what, though, somewhere. that's one of the reasons, and I think I told you guys this earlier, that's still probably my favorite film is the first one. And, uh, really? and, and maybe it was because it, it was... I remember, Mike's old. <laughs> I am. Oh, I am. And it's nostalgic for I me. I like blah, the Terminator blah, blah, blah. film that featured Francis Humphrey. And <laughs> but, I mean, it's really, it really is different. I mean, it's not as, jo with it's not as jokey and, and, and you Oh, know, no, that movie I mean, is, it's, that movie is, has very little gags in it. Only a couple. Very few. Yeah. It, very it, is, it is very much, 
Yeah, it's a horror suspense film. Yeah. Mm. Or yeah, what they horror. might call a thriller. Sure. You know, but right. it's 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 more of a I would say like a like a horror suspense, like yeah. the fear and, of being in hunted. the truest sense, yes, right. You know, and and the the futuristic scenes, I mean, I like the fact that they're abbreviated and they don't tell you a whole lot cuz I mean that adds to the mystique, right? I like the fact that it's blue lasers versus red lasers. They use GI Joe <laughs> rules so yeah, I can right? understand what's going there on. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, but I, I, to me, I just, we even talk about that with the Star Wars movies, right? I mean, the original movies, especially A New Hope, you know, one of the great things about that was that they had, he had the limitation of, you know, of what the technology could give him in terms of special effects. And so then you have to rely on, you know, camera angles and, and, you know, shooting in shadow and, oh, and yeah. doing things like that. The fact you know? that they pulled, they tried to pull off a future robot war scene, even briefly in that first film. Right. And it's, Obviously, it doesn't look real, but it looks cool. <laughs> sure, it's right. definitely blue or green screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think you're going. I think you're going above <laughs> their actual technological prowess at the time when you say <laughs> blue screen. I'd say, I feel like it was just a wall of fog. <laughs> I just remember seeing it at the time. I mean, because you puppets. know, prior to that, you know, I'm coming from the world of you know Star Wars, ET, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you see this movie where. I mean, there's this guy, and yeah. he's he's a robot underneath. Yeah, and he's, he's not a just... psychotic killer. He's not a you know he's not a, the ghost of a psychotic killer, but he's a more efficient killer than any of them, right? Because he's a robot from the future. I mean, I just remember specifically, specifically he when he rents more, he never gets tired. <laughs> when he rents the was... room, right, and he goes upstairs, and he he pulls, you know, he's in that car wreck. You know, I'm talking about the the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger character, yeah. the Terminator. And he goes upstairs and he takes the razor blade and cuts his eyeball out, you know, because yep. it's all damaged. And yeah, crap. totally real looking Marvel. <laughs> totally not. But at the <laughs> time, man, in the 80s, especially when you're a young kid, and you're looking at it and you're like, whoa. And you're seeing this kind of thing for the first time. Yeah. It does, whether it looks real or not. It's, just, it's like the scene in Poltergeist where the guy rips his, rips face, his face off, off in the mirror. Right, right. It looks fake in every way, but it's still freaking disturbing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, I. And, and again, I think that's why, because it was so sh- that first one, why it still holds a special place in my heart, because it was so shocking at the time. You know, I'd never seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just super hardcore, and you know, and here's sci-fi, but it's different. It, you know, than what I'm used to. So my mother would never take me to a rated R film or a violent <laughs> film or anything like that. But someone that she worked with in like an ambulance dispatcher office. Told her, oh, it's fine for kids. I took my kids. They were fine. <laughs> and her kids were like three, four years younger than I was, oh, right? Wow. So my mom's like, the oh. F word like 40 times. And I'm talking about T2. I'm talking about T2. Gotcha. Right. Oh, okay. And so she says, I'll take you to see this. And so then I go to my dad. I'm like, wait, I got to play both sides of the coin while I can. I go to my dad. I'm like, dad, mom says she's going to take me to see T2. And he's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I've never seen the first one, dad. Dad. I've never hint, seen hint. the first one. So we <laughs> oh, went I know and we rented on. it and he watched it with me. And like, right out of the gates, you're seeing Arnold Dong. <laughs> I freaking loved the movie. He was a little trepidatious, but he enjoyed it too. Yeah. Naked and butts. then when I went and saw T2, I was like, Too naked. this is a whole different film. Yeah. Right. Because it's an action movie. Yes. Which was, the yeah. first one is not an action movie. No. Right. There's action in it. 
Right. But there's not trucks jumping into aqueducts, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And, and so Very I was different. really, really surprised because I was like, I was thinking my mom's going to be so mad. Yeah. She's going to be so mad After when she the sees first one, what yeah. we see, what right. we're going to see. And then when we saw it and we, I mean, we walked out, I'm like, did you like it? She goes, it was a little violent, but yeah, I think it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <sighs> my, my freedom yeah. notches just leveled up a little bit. So Yeah. I remember that time because I, I mean, that was 92. One or two. Yeah, dude. I was like 11, 12 years old. Well, I was like junior, senior in high school. So, mm-hmm. cool. I mean, that was my prime, right? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I remember that time very well. And and that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a huge movie at that time. Yes. And uh, hey, Mike, everybody saw that in the theater. I think your prime is now. I oh, I yeah, know Mike. it's now, baby. Oh, I know prime. it's now. Always been in your prime. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> in my prime, crying. baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, that was a block. I mean, if there's a definition of a blockbuster, that was it, right? I mean, at the time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and yeah, you're right. Straight up action movie, very different than the original. You know, you have your, yeah, very action oriented, the big stunt scenes, you know, mm-hmm. the big, you know, the, the, semi-truck you know everybody always thinks about the semi-truck going down into the the sewer ditch and you know chasing the motorcycle yeah and of course you know the first movie you have all this like kind of like puppetry and animation stop motion animation that goes into making the robot happen but then you know the robot the you know the the t101 or whatever the t100 whatever he is uh he he's indestructible until the very end Right. We find out, oh, there are ways to actually kill these things, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So in T2, I think stepping the action up a bit, and then, of course, they had to come up with a different thing that maybe this is unkillable. Right. And at the time, James Cameron was really on a CG metal liquid high. Okay, had we had... Had we even, we hadn't even had, we hadn't had Jurassic Park at that time. No. Right? What we had... That was still a couple years off. Yeah, what we had had... Well, Jurassic Park... Oh, that'd have been really close. Actually, I think '94 was Jurassic Park, and we're talking '91, '92. Yeah. Okay, so but what we had was The Abyss, which is another James Cameron movie, True. Oh, yeah. right. where he okay. first started showing his like raging hard on for underwater things. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Actually, this is my mother's favorite movie, which also had the liquid metal thing. Yes, right. Well, the, it was water. the watery thing. Jurassic yeah. Park is '93. So the same kind of technology Ooh, that they then came up with for the T1000, who was our evil robot. In T2, where the T100 or T101 or T800, whatever the hell he is, uh, where Arnold is the good guy. T800, Reprogrammed. Abyss 89. He was reprogrammed. Well, the reason why I'm confused is because the the one that we see at the beginning of Dark Fate was a T101. And that confused the heck out of me. Okay. Because I thought the T100s were the tank-treaded dudes from... Terminator 3. Right. But T1s were going everywhere. Maybe (laughs) they were just T1s. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, let me put it this way. I can be the biggest Terminator fan in the world. I can't remember like an alphanumeric code to save my life. I, I don't know my phone number yet. <laughs> the girl one was a TX because I remember they called her the Terminatrix. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So that's when the dude from Fire in the Sky uh, shows up and he's all liquidy. And you're like, how does he even work? Where's his CPU? My gosh. Because he's all liquid. Yeah, I still don't it's completely everywhere. understand. It, yeah. And I I, I actually... That thought, was cool looking, though, yeah. at the time. I mean, oh, that was at, pretty cutting edge. At the time, it was amazing. And now, it's still totally watchable. Yeah. 
It's, yeah. it's not like you look it at it is. and go, well, that looks fake. Because what would that even look like? <laughs> you know? <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it looks like. Exactly. So, but I mean, that's the one where you've got like helicopters blowing up and Arnold with a yeah. minigun and a window, like nothing like the first one. Right. And, and that, I love the, I love the concept. I love the fact that, um, I mean, they, you know, played with the fact that, um, you know, the, the Terminator from the first movie, you know, parts had been recovered and there's this yeah, the like scientist. The, yeah. They thought, yeah. So the, they find what well, you find out in T2 cause T1, like, okay. Terminator doesn't give a crap about the future, except for the fact that John Connor, Sarah Connor, who going to have a baby, he's going to be the leader of the human resistance when the machines take over in 1996 or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so T2 then become actually gives you the story of how it came about. And somehow we get a little wibbly wobbly timey wimey yeah, up in here. It's like, yeah, the past. Yeah. The, pa- somehow the, the future in the goes to the past the and somehow projects the future. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is in this case. Supposedly. Si- yeah. Go ahead. They supposedly sent the Terminator that helped John Connor and the Terminator that was trying to kill Sarah Connor in the first one at the same time. Right. Yeah. In the in the future. So yeah. It's like, how does that? Well, if you I go if you go by the latest way. if you go by the the latest Terminator movies, they they're apparently they're spitting out Terminators every year yeah, for a while. Right. But um, so they sent a, a, a whole army. So in T two, they've recovered the, they recovered the the, the, the CPU chip and, and the, the arm. From and, the Terminator that was killed at the end and of the And they learned first. all kinds of, you know, and so that's the mission at the end of T2, right, is to go. She, uh, Sarah yeah. Connor thinks, I'm going to assassinate this guy because we found out who the, the scientist, the lead scientist was. We're going to kill him and it's yeah. going to prevent this future, right? Yeah, but it doesn't because the parts still exist. Right. And so, yeah, they have to go get the parts and destroy them and also destroy the other Terminators that are now here. Right. Good and bad. Yep. So at the end of the movie, you know, Jason Patrick, that's yeah. who it is, right? Yeah. Jason Patrick, he mm-hmm. melts himself in the lava. In the sky. We're saying the same words. <laughs> and then, of course, the famous scene with uh, Arnold, Arnold going, going down, down and down. doing the thumbs up the thumbs into up, the molten yeah. metal. Yeah, that's so. He was the closest thing I had to a dad. <laughs> he's my pop. He's my daddy. Yeah, yeah he's pops. <laughs> pops. No, he's not pops. It's a different unit. That pops <laughs> got sent back to Sarah Connor when she was a child. Um, oh yeah, that's right. So that is supposed to have stopped Judgment Day, right? But the or thing remains. It. But here's the question: the thing that remains, the obvious question is, well, wait a minute. If the arm and the chip hadn't been there to begin with, and right. Judgment Day still managed to happen, how right. does getting rid of them stop Judgment Day? And the answer is, it doesn't. It doesn't. But Terminator Three, it says it delayed it. Delayed it. Yes. Yeah. So it's always it's, been fated to happen. Yeah. At it's some point. yeah. It's right. fated to it happen. It was gonna happen. One and way actually, or this is where I think Terminator Three gets a lot of hate for just being a meh action movie. But I actually liked how Terminator Three actually lays out everything that comes thereafter, which is. It's going to happen one way or the other. Right. And that's what the themes have been since Terminator 3. Yes. You know, in Salvation, in yeah, that's Genesis, pretty much all of it, yeah. and Dark Fate. Dark Fate especially, yeah. It's, it, Dark Fate actually doesn't say this, but the whole reason why Dark Fate is happening is an example of this. Right. Which mm-hmm. is, it's in like, Dark Fate... doesn't matter if we don't Skynet have... Skynet has nothing to do with anything. Right. It doesn't matter if we don't have Skynet and we don't have John Connor. Because eventually an AI takes goes rogue, takes right. over, messes things up, and designs the perfect human-killing machine, which looks exactly like all the other Terminators. <laughs> right. 
you know, with different features. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they're uh, matte black <laughs> spray paint, right. yeah. which makes them look cooler. But cool. uh, I, I remember I didn't rewatch it for our discussion tonight, but right. I remember I saw um, T three in the theaters, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I remember it was a. I just thought it was a good action movie. I haven't seen and a Terminator movie I didn't like. I've seen ones I've liked less yeah. than more than others. Yeah, sure, right. I've not seen one I didn't like. Right. I like three. Uh, I like three. I watched it again before we recorded, like two days ago. Yeah, it's it's still a pretty good movie. Yeah. Holds up. Now in three, yeah. we're still in sequel mode. Okay. Yes. Right. This is so a true three sequel is to still T2. a true sequel to two. Right. We're still theoretically in the same timeline, even though again, if we go back to the Terminator Two logic of the of the chip being right. that came back causing yes. the future, you could you could surmise that maybe we've jumped timelines at one point in between one and three. I don't know. Yeah, possibly right. But in three, Sarah Connor's dead. Right. John is a young adult. Yes. Uh, Claire Danes is a good looking veterinarian. Right. Who uh, the Terminator, uh, the Terminatrix is sent back, you think, to kill John, but no, it's to kill her because she's like, she's killing all of John's lieutenants. So if you think about it, like in these three movies and potentially Dark Fate, if you want to as well, they sent back a crap ton of Terminators. Right. Actually, oh, yeah. no, Dark Fate can't be a direct sequel to three because Sarah Connor's dead. In uh, and John Connor got older, right? So, so they have to be different. Dark Fate is, and that's and, set and by up the by way, Genesis. By the way, can, yeah, we'll get there. I, I, I will not say any of these are reboots because Terminator Genesis made all of them possible, right? right. So, <laughs> so I always, I'm still gonna weave it all together, it, you know. But either way, uh, yeah, it establishes that whole that whole. And T three, Sarah Connor's dead just simply from cancer, right? Yeah, she died yeah, of cancer, like leukemia. Yeah. But so the Terminatrix was sent back to kill all of John's sub-lieutenants. Now, using the Dark Fate logic that Terminators were just sent back willy-nilly all over the place, theoretically, when they sent several Terminators back to kill John, at the exact same time, they might have sent these advanced this one advanced model back to kill his eight lieutenants or whatever. Right. So or or not. Or it could be a model that was just developed later and sent back in. I like the idea that they just went, send the crappy ones back to the, when she was just a chick who didn't know anything. <laughs> right. She'll be easy to kill. Send the good <laughs> ones back after the cat's out of the bag. Right. But they did it all at once. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Everybody right. line up. They're just dialing it, you know, ahead in time. Send yeah. them out naked. Yep. Zap them out there in a cold sphere. But, uh, so, but Yeah. And Terminator 3 eventually, so T3 Judgment Day end, happens. Judgment Day happens. Skynet comes Drops online. Drops all the bombs. And the end of the movie is basically John and... and Claire Danes and in a... In Kate, a Kate Connor, I think is her name. Yeah, in, a, in, a, in a bunker. Yeah. Accepting the accepting fate. Accepting the fate, right. And this is where fate becomes a much bigger thing in Terminator 3. Terminator 3 really set up the mythos, even as we're treating it in dark fate. Sure. The mythos is really set up by T3, in my opinion, that this, because yeah, he mean, even says uh, at the end, he's like, there's nothing we could have ever done to stop right, it. Right. It's yeah. fated to happen. Right. Every movie thereafter has. You understand why. You understand right. why or, or how they're exploring There's it. the basic, right. So, so salvation. So salvation comes, right? And uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a, this propels us. I, and I'm, I'm timeline. I get kind of confused because I think. The original Judgment Day was supposed to be 97? 96, 97, yeah. And uh, and I think that's how it ends up. No, it doesn't end up happening that way in T3. T3, it's delayed, right? Yeah. Yeah. So T3, it, they're already in like 98 or something. Yeah. Okay. 
So then salvation, I believe, is man, mid two thousands. I don't remember. Something like that. I know they're still flying the birds. <laughs> the A ten Warthogs, right. baby, right there in that opening scene. So that now, movie won me over immediately. So I I re Salvation is one of them that I rewatched today. Yep. And I need to rewatch. I really enjoy I I mean, I watched that years ago, but yep. I watching it today, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I, I thought it was fun. I thought this it was movie pretty, features pretty creative. Bat Connor. Uh yeah. It has Christian, Christian Bale, Bale as, as John, John Connor. Now this is John Connor pre he's not the leader of the resistance yet. That's an interesting point. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he is, and actually the leaders of the resistance are kind of, I don't want to say jealous of him, but they're like. They're the Sadducees to his not Indian engineer Jesus. Right. I mean, they're they're <laughs> basically, you know, they're like, you know, oh, there's a prophecy that surrounds him and all this stuff. And yeah. they, they basically try to put him in his place saying, we don't give a damn about your prophecy and this, who you think you are. Let me put it this way. Uh, Blade Runner fans. The messianic parallels are strong with sure. salvation, yes, including right. a resurrection. A truth, yeah, right. Yeah. So, and then you have the I can't, re I can never remember that Worthington. I think is his name. I don't was remember. The, uh, Marcus Wright. Yeah. Yes, Marcus Wright, the the character mm -hmm. name, and uh, oh, Sam the, Worthington. He's the one that in the present before we we fast forward to John Connor. He's in the present day, and he's on death row, and they yeah. kill him, and. For some reason, Bella, yeah, Bellatrix Lestrange <laughs> turns him into a hybrid she thing. Apparently, is dying of cancer or something, and she's working on some kind of experiment to, I don't know, figure out how to save her life in some it's way. It's like taking a consciousness and putting it in a, in a cybernetic, a cybernetic, cybernetic organism. <laughs> <laughs> so, which actually becomes important for future movies, right? Because yes, the idea... Each one of these movies has they themes really, that go into the next movie. They Even build people on like, each oh, other. Oh, no, we're rebooting it. But no, you're not. I know, yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people, I mean, because I'll, you know, read stuff on Dark Fate and I was like, well, you, you just ignore this one and that. It's like, no, they really kind of build on each other. If you pay attention, they, they build on really each other. They really do. So the, the yeah the so the whole idea of the the um the Sam Worthington character basically is um basically a, a heart what a heart and a mind that yeah, are embedded and the into rest of a, his body is, is Terminator he's a Terminator pre, pre Terminator Terminator and then you know during that time apparently we find out later in the movie that you know once Skynet goes online it basically takes over all that research and turns him into a Terminator basically yeah I mean, she did the work but. The Terminators turned him into one of them. Yeah. And uh, he didn't know. I mean, he basically thinks he's a human. Yeah. You know, but. He doesn't which, know why it's going right. on, why he's got these abilities. So, and so anyway, this is one of the things I found interesting about Salvation because I really feel like it was a different approach on this. I mean, because. I liked it because you're seeing the beginning of the war. There's not a bunch of laser beams and stuff flying around. It's people with guns and A-10 warthogs burning up the ground and like they're using like guerrilla tactics. Look, and it's nobody going through time trying to save right, the old no, versions. Yeah. And I mean, there's time skip, but no time travel. All the I think all the rest of them actually do that. Yeah. Salvation's the only one that just kind of takes place. At Salvation gave the impression that it was going to propel the franchise forward into the science fiction future. Right. If you will. Sure. But mm -hmm. I, it didn't, it wasn't that well received by people other than, I don't know, maybe hardcore Terminator fans. And like, let's I be did. honest. I mean, none of them have been that since I think, T2. I, yes. T2 is the, the last one that's been the huge moneymaker. Right. The rest of them have 
I believe made money, except maybe Dark Fate. Dark Fate. I'm not sure. It, did. it sounded like Dark Fate might have lost money. They just put way too much money into they that did. film. They, they spent all like 160 to 200 and, and million. And here's the thing: uh, unbelievable. It, it doesn't show. It really doesn't. It's a good movie, but it doesn't feel that expensive, except for the whole like jumbo jet crap that looked expensive. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, salvation. It, it kind of plays into that whole like John Connor mythos. Also, you learn that Claire Dane grew. Claire Danes grew up. He comes into Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas Howard. <laughs> uh, so that was weird because I. Uh, I'm Honestly, pretty sure Bryce Dallas Howard Bryce Dallas Howard is a lot younger than Claire Danes. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird that we've had so many different John Connors, but I gotta say I like Christian Bale. I thought he did a fine job in I this. I like film. going back to the Some original people, movie showing John Connor and he's just like this like grubby schlubby dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the funny thing For is <laughs> uh Genesis John Connor looked a little more like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, right. But so yeah, after Salvation, you know, we and we have John Connor basically has they borrow parts from from Worthington's character right. to fix John. Yeah, John and that's is the resurrection. John is going to die at the end of the movie, yes, and then they use his heart and that's the big sacrifice at the end and I really enjoyed Salvation. It was a good movie. And yeah. I mean at the end of that it's just basically John Connor has now taken his place as the leader of the resistance yeah. and that's kind of the end of the movie. Yep. Um then what Genesis, Genesis. is next. And Genesis really takes us in a whole different direction. Genesis opened it up <laughs> is what it did. Yeah. Because what we find, long story short, like Genesis goes back and you go back to the whole thing with uh, Kyle Reese going back to save Sarah Connor, which is what's in the first So movie. the beginning of that, though, I mean, they're, they've basically at the point, the tipping point where they're going to win the war, right? Yeah. And they've... Literally got to the point where they so, found yeah, the what time they, machine. They lay this out, whereas they, they lay it out better than the other movies. It's like the humanity, the reason why the Terminator sent Terminators back in time, the reason why they figured out how to do that was because they were already losing. All, yeah, and on the, the humans, precipice, right. Yeah, the humans were about to win, yeah. which is not something that I think is ever no, established uh -uh. very well. Mm -mm. It might have been mentioned. I, I mean, they sure. were literally, they had literally lost the war when they had sent the original Arnold Terminator yeah. back to 1984. Yeah. Right. So that's where we pick up. And it's at the point where John Connor knows this. And, and he's at that point where he's going to send Kyle Reese back. He's going to put him in the time machine. Yep. And from that point forward, well, at least for a short time, I mean, we're propelled to basically the 1984 movie, right? They reshoot a lot of those scenes. Yeah, a lot of the scenes on, you know, that whole scene at Coit Tower in San Francisco right. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with no Bill Paxton. So. <laughs> no oh. Bill Paxton. Yes, no the Bill punk, Paxton. the punk guy that yeah. gets his clothes taken. Yes, from yeah. Arnold. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, um, that Terminator is killed almost immediately. Yeah, by Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah, the original Terminator <laughs> is immediately murdered. Kyle Reese is sent back to protect her, and she's the one. You come to find out that can we take can we can we stop and point out that we've had two different. Uh, people from Game of Thrones play Sarah Connor. We can. Let's oh, yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I already mentioned the Sarah did. Connor Chronicles, which I'm <laughs> sure we're not it. actually going to go into any detail. But then, yeah, in this case, it's Khaleesi <laughs> as Sarah Connor. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, but yeah, that suddenly the original story, which you think you're seeing the background of the original story, and then you move into the original story and it all just takes a whole different direction. Right. At this point, this is where you learn that the machines are basically churning out Terminators and sending them back into time constantly. Just desperate Hail They're Marys. all over time now. Yeah. And um, and at this point, 
Um, apparently they've attempted to kill Sarah, Sarah Connor when she was a young girl, when she was nine years old. Yep. And, um, and I'm trying to remember. I don't remember why pops didn't kill her and how he became not a bad Terminator. I don't remember that unless pops was one that was sent back to protect her. I just watched that today and I cannot remember why. Yeah, well, It's right in the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Turned. You get it and you're, and it's gone. Yeah, right. Like, it's real fast. That right. He's a racer, but but yeah, right. what what that movie ends up doing is showing you that uh, that the doctor is Skynet. So yeah, Doctor Who yeah, is Skynet. Matt yeah. Smith. It, yeah, it sucks because I knew Matt Smith was going to be in the movie, and then at the beginning of the movie, I just see him standing he's in the background, background and I'm like, "Well, I know the end of the film because then the movie goes back in time. There's no more Matt Smith. I'm like, we're definitely going to circle back around to that one. Yeah, and yeah, that he he's basically Skynet basically, incarnate, and right. he explains that. He's not just sending Terminators back in time. He's sending Terminators into every possible timeline because of the different alternate timelines right. and dimensions that are being yes. created by what they're right. doing. And he's trying every different kind of methodologies to right. bring bring him about right. in different ways. So, and again, it's an yeah. expansion on the, the fact that, okay, you know, the original movie, we're going to try to kill the mother of the leader of the resistance, yep. right? But then... You know, oh, and now we're going to try to kill the lieutenants. Okay, yeah. well, no, now... No, no, it's mother and then the the actual leader. Yeah. And then the lieutenants. Yeah, but and, and then, yeah, now we're going to go back and kill the mother when she was nine instead of trying to kill her in 1984. Yeah. You know, we're going to kill her in 1973. It's not that they didn't understand how time worked. It's that... Skynet understood better how time worked than anybody else because right. he knew that and again, all it, of this was And again, skew. it's a desperation move, right? I mean, yeah. because they're on the, the verge of losing. And uh, um, the one thing that we didn't mention is right right as they're sending Kyle Reese through the time machine, yeah. and this is where things kind of go haywire, yeah. that's where the Matt Smith character grabs John Connor, and right before he's propelled, he sees this, and as he's being propelled, suddenly his memories start like wafting and going crazy and yeah. he's getting new memories injected into him. Yeah. Because John, it's basically killed by Skynet right there and it kind of rewrites everything and confuses the heck out of him. Right. Yeah. And it turns out that, Oh, the big bad baddie is actually John Connor, Yep, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of weird, but uh, I didn't like that as much. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought that was kind of strange because especially when, they introduce when you first introduce him, and he, he comes in as the the secret agent or whatever, the homeland security guy. Yeah. And they have that moment where everybody's realizing who each other are in relation to each other. Yeah. Those are actually kind of powerful moments yeah, in that yeah. film. Yeah. And then, and then, ah, uh, no, screw that. You know, not really. Yeah. Sorry, no, like, psych. Got an idyllic place and talk about tablets. For a while. <laughs> and they, they ruined that that part. That spoiler, I guess, in the trailer that he was not John Connor. He was actually like a Terminator type thing. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. You're yeah. right. And people are pissed. It's yeah. like, you, you really, you gave that away? Like immediately? <laughs> of all the things you could give away. Yeah. Yeah, it was really. Yeah. It was Genesis, I would say, was the most interesting, uh, interesting, creative, maybe, uh, of all of them. It definitely tried to take things. It tried that, to do something different. But I appreciated was, that. The execution was rough. And I remember there being like delays and stuff with this film. Like they were having problems getting it into a finished state. And then, yeah, what Skynet then ends up being is like some sort of like internet AI, yeah. not, not a defense At system some thing, point, but just like a ubiquitous. Again, this movie was made in 2009. So they go 
I guess when they're in 1984, they have access to the time machine and they want to propel to 97 when they think Judgment Day happens. Yeah. But the Kyle Reese character says, no, I have this new memory. We need to go to 2017. Yeah. Which is when Skynet comes online. Yeah. And um, she convinces them to go to 2017. And in 2017, that's where basically they set it up like Skynet is this, you know, everybody's got their tablets and everything. Skynet it's basically, is YouTube. yeah, it's YouTube or Google or whatever. <laughs> it's it's you know. really Google. That's right. What it really Google, is. Right. And it's going to, you know, once it becomes self-aware, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, and Genesis is Skynet and Skynet is Genesis, right? Right. So, and, uh. Essentially, and then they can travel through time at any time they want, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Now, I mean, now that they've set that up, so I mean, well, they we, get, the doctors, we get to so the end can, of the movie, yeah, right? The I mean, they they basically blow up Google, <laughs> the Google headquarters yeah. before it's able to come online. But you know, I think you get to the end scene, and they, you know, they meet <laughs> old Kyle meets young Kyle, and they yeah. have a conversation, and everybody lives happily ever after. He oh, gives, except for the end gives, credit scene, he gives Falcon the shield. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then there's the end credit scene where, oh, suddenly, you know, it looks like, you know, Matt Smith is still alive or whatever. I don't even know if I've ever even seen the end credit scene. <laughs> I saw a movie in theaters. It's real. It's real brief. It just now, shows who got the space pen. It basically just shows the wreckage <laughs> of, of the Google headquarters and it shows Matt Smith still walking around or something. Okay. So, yeah. All right. And that finally brings us to Dark Fate, the last entry in the film. The last series. and final that will ever be made. Yeah, well, if, well, with it losing uh, money, it's well, interesting. But. It's, this is interesting. Let's go. I want to go over the box office Please. stuff real quick. Yeah, do it. Um, this is made, uh, with the exception of the first Terminator, has made the least amount of money. Uh, worldwide, they're at two hundred sixty-one million. Oh wow! Uh, so the budget's around one hundred eighty-five million. Wow! Uh, Sixty-two million in the U.S. So majority oh worldwide. They wow. didn't go nuts on the That's marketing. terrible. They, they did not go now. I think they really banked on the fact that Cameron was um, <laughs> producing and that Linda, Linda Hamilton was back. I mean, I think they really thought that that was going to be a draw. This, though, has... Well, it was for me. Not Cameron. I give a rat's butt about James Cameron. I think he's crazy. I mean, most but young Linda audiences, Hamilton, I mean, come on. I don't know. He made Avatar. What's interesting here is Dark Fate has the third highest rating in Rotten Tomatoes of all the Terminators. Right. It's a good movie. It, yeah. I By think it must far. have just come out and release hell. It just must have been a bad window. Yeah. Well, it's it rises, a, I guess Rise of the Machines is the fourth. it's too close to Look, generation, or Genesis. Genesis or, wasn't that long ago. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, it's just, I feel like it's just an IP that's just, it's like, I feel like they can keep making Terminator movies. They just got to do it on a budget. Yeah, you know what I mean. Definitely uh-huh. yeah. true. I mean, this budget was just way too bloated. Yeah. Way yeah, too bloated. Um, let's see the budget. Yeah, the budget for Genesis one hundred fifty five. Uh, Salvation was two hundred. Uh, yeah, wow. Rise of the Machines was around one hundred eighty. What was what was Dark Fate again? One hundred eighty five. It's right in there with all of with them. All of them, yeah. But just six this, six million for the Terminator. First I mean, Terminator, just this IP. I mean, I would have. I would think that their research should have told them that there just wasn't an audience for it. I mean, I don't want to believe that because I like them, <laughs> but I know <laughs> you want to talk about movie, uh, a series that has fatigue. I mean, I mean, we're in 2020, man. Each one, each <laughs> well, one has been received critically less well than the one before, at least at the time. I don't know. If you look okay. At- so I'll go through the rod tomato scores. Right, yeah, 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 Terminator is a hundred percent. Yep. Oh, 100? Uh, yeah. T2 is at 93. Uh, T3 is at 69. 
Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Salvation's 33. Oh. Oh. Genesis is 27. I'm still right. Ouch. Dark Fate is 70. See? Yeah. So what the problem was is that it went downhill so long that even making in the in the critic eyes that even making a good one, yeah, you've already shaken well, yeah, a lot it, of people off the line. It's kind of interesting because you look at the worldwide box office numbers. Of course, Terminator was seventy eight million, five twenty for T two, and then it goes four thirty three, three seventy one, four forty for Genesis. So it bumped up. And then 261. I mean, for again, this Dark is Fate. this all, in my opinion, this all has to do with shifting demographics. When did Genesis actually come out? Genesis was 2009, uh, right? No, 15. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Oh. Salvation was 2009. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not, okay, right. So, right, yeah, right. I mean, they're coming out over four years apart. I mean, that's. No, four years apart, exactly, really. For four and a half. For, was it four and a half? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. If you're just going to just give in and say, okay, we're going to make Terminator films, we be different people. But they had been doing six years apart Yeah, prior to that. If you're going to do that, that's fine. But if you're going to try to claim that each new one's going to fix the franchise, you're, that's too <laughs> close together. You got to give a breathing room. Well, heck, between T2 and T3, there was over 10 years. Yeah. Exactly. I just have to wonder what the future is for these, like, like IPs yeah, they like gotta, this. I mean, is it going to be... A box office release, or is it going to be? They can make it a freaking TV show because no. I enjoyed the heck that, out of Sarah Connor. In, in my opinion, or yes. even even a Netflix release, you Netflix know, or whatever. releases would be perfect. Yeah, Netflix movie or TV show. I mean, that's I because yeah, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I was pretty hurt <laughs> that they're not they wouldn't continue yeah, that. And I'm that, like, that show really did good. some weird crap. Like, wasn't at the end of the first season they went forward in time like 14 years or something? Yeah, something like that. It's been a long time since yeah, I've seen it. Because they but. had they had the cute Terminator and they helped and she helped to make a replicated time machine that could propel them into the future. And it was like, what was the real point of that? I don't even remember. Like what was the advantage? And stuff. I, and that show is so wonky, but yet it was still enjoyable. And the guy who played the Terminator hunting them, the least scary guy on the face of the planet. He's everything he's done since then has been a comedy. You know what I mean? Except and for he, The Walking Dead. Was he on the walk? That's right. I haven't watched or Fear. Dead uh, yet. Yeah, Fear. I haven't watched. I just yet. have. I just have a feeling that. I mean, I feel like given Dark Fate's box office numbers this time that. It's just going to be put on cold ice for a while, and we're probably not going to see anything. So they, they pitched dark. Unless somebody gets the idea that they could do it on a different medium with a different budget. Mm. They pitched Dark Fate as a sequel to Terminator 2, which it is. But again, because Genesis explained that they all, all these parallel timelines exist. exist all exist. Yeah. It's, not, it, it, it's not a reboot like people were calling it, or a soft reboot. It's not that in my mind. Because, yeah, it, it T3 definitely didn't happen in this timeline. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because Sarah Connor's alive and John's dead, unlike right. in T3, which is the opposite. And the opening scene is, yeah, Arnold walks up the beach, shoots a little kid, Eddie Furlong, with a shotgun, and then walks back, uh, presumably just into the water and across the ocean or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to retire and sell drapes. Exactly. I'm going to do it Drapes to put in the children's bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like. It, it, it just and then Sarah is left just a killing Terminators every couple of years, every year or two. 
Because she gets. Uh, See, and I, like I don't want. I don't want to go into the great movie. With d- yeah, because it's fairly I'll, new. I don't want right. to spoil it. Right. Spoil it. But uh, but yeah, like the whole premise in this one is. I, I'll say this. I, I'll, I'll I'll spoil this much. Skynet isn't even Skynet. Yes. Right. In the future of this movie, which takes place present day. Right. So the I, guess spo- movie, I guess spoilers if you don't want to hear. Yeah. I mean, we can. Go into that a little bit, but what? But what I'm the reason why I say that is because it plays into that whole fate thing setting up, where it doesn't even right. matter if it's Skynet. Right. It doesn't matter if it's called Skynet or right. called Google or whatever the the analog was in Genesis. Right. It doesn't matter. There's another name for this one, and it's Basically, still Terminator. All of this, all of this is inevitable. It doesn't matter that it's Skynet or John Connor. Yep, it can. There be, will always be an AI robot uprising, right. and there will always be, be a, a person the who leads the resistance right. against. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. Sure, I like that. Yeah. Every few years, throw me another Although, iteration of that, but do it cheap. I, I, I could, I could really go for, and, and I think this has actually helped the franchise out. Uh, I, I like a trilogy. Where it was actually like a continual story. Could, I don't know if the I don't know if this concept could hold people's attention. Dark, Dark it, really. Fate was supposed to be the beginning of a trilogy. Oh, it was. Yes. Yeah. So was Genesis. But Genesis was supposed money, to be so a trilogy as well. I doubt that'll happen. Yeah, Boy. it's not going to happen. Well, they, uh, yeah, their unless, ambitions are too high. Yeah, unless they look at uh, the 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 reviews and say, well, you know, didn't make money. It did. People again, didn't see the first one. Again, if they can figure one. out how to do this on a budget, then you can do those things all day. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's thing. just 260 some million. If your budget is a hundred, 125, that's, you're still making money. Yeah. I think I mean, you can still quote unquote I think made you money. Can do that too. I mean, I they really do. Well, they did. They didn't, they didn't market this. So their marketing budget wasn't high. Yeah. They, I, the marketing seemed real slim, real shoestring on this film. So but, they probably broke even, but but I like it. I like all the concepts. I like what they do with the uh, with with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in this film and how they justify him again being older, like they did in the fir- in the last one, yep. in Genesis. Right? They all kind well, of grow off each other, right? You get you get rid of the higher paid actors. Yeah, but seriously, how did they CG Eddie Furlong that well? What the <laughs> heck? That's that's where all their money went, right there. Well, I told you guys earlier. I thought even the Linda Linda Hamilton on in that scene, she yeah. did. I mean, yeah. that's she not did. B-roll I'm, I'm okay, like, so oh you, you see her gosh. sitting there on the beach. It's the first scene, so we're not spoiling much at all. You see her sitting there on the beach. Drinking her Mai Tai or whatever. And I'm like, oh, wow. Young yeah. Linda Hamilton I, still doing it for me. Right. I was That's like, that amazing. Looking. And then the camera footage. turns around and there's Kid Eddie, Eddie Furlong. Furlong. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Some of the best CG that I've ever seen in yeah. a movie. Yeah. If it is CG, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Right. right. If they had some weird B-roll footage that like they like cropped it or whatever. I don't yeah. know. But I don't care. Was, yeah, I honestly don't care. The Arnold, it, the Arnold looked eh, fine, but the Eddie Furlong and Linda Hamilton blew right. my mind. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was, that was, it's pretty also, amazing. it was in slow motion too. So you're going to, you can, you can see every bit of it, you know? Well, there's one scene where they're both on the ground and you could see, I mean, a slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that was, that oh, was incredible. Yeah. One part of the scene. I could see. I, I I would run out to see another Terminator movie in a heartbeat. I haven't seen one I don't like yet. With all their, it's a good franchise, man. It's fun. It's they're good action movies. They they all have a little bit different flavor to yeah, them. But none of them is going to be a blockbuster until they stop for ten years. Simple yeah. as that. Wow, it's a long time. It's a long anymore. It's a long. That's how a long time. Be dead. Well, I mean, you were looking at how many between the first and the second? You're looking at like seven, eight years there. I hope you're dead. Uh, it was 84 to 92. Yeah. So yeah. eight years. Eight years. 
uh, it's just like, yeah, maybe if they take more time off, but I don't think the young generation now has any no. attachment. The, to well, yeah, no, they don't. That's, and I because guess that's my point. There's a billion point. other things that do the same kind of stuff. I, I mean, mean, look at all this stuff is, Nowadays. you know, Gen Xers like us, man, that just. We're fond of what it was. Right. And I mean, at some point we're going to be, you know, too old and, and they're going to move on. I don't know what the next generation. I expect a young person to go, Terminator is all right, but he's no Thanos. <laughs> and I would be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, because they do all the wibbly wobbly timey wimey in there too. <laughs> so anyhow. Well, we need to get some, some things kind of ironed out here with the. You're right. You're right. We did not talk about the most important part of the Terminator. I'm glad you brought this up. Yes, Adam. I'm glad I did too. <laughs> the most what? important part of the Terminator franchise was clearly the fact that Budnick from Salute Your Shorts was his best friend with the red <laughs> mullet and T2. <laughs> Budnick. That's all I'm saying. See? That. I mean, thank God we didn't raise. All right. So we talked about model 101, but he's referred to more as T800. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. T800. And then we had the T1000 and the T3000. I the thought, TX. But he called himself in, in Dark Fate. He said he was a T101. I thought maybe, he model, said, maybe he's he said, model 101, model but he's a T800. Oh, There's a T800 okay. prototype which had no skin. Oh, okay. See, I think the original Bro. Terminators were the ones you talked about T-800. that had the treads and they were just they were just little yeah. robots that shot. Yeah, well, we the, saw those that's in the T1. The step the step up That's the T1. In, was the, the drone. step up well, no, the step up was the the rubber that the they called them skin jobs, I think, or whatever, where they just put <laughs> rubber. It was basically the exoskeleton, but they just put rubber on. Oh, and then yeah, the T eight hundred, and they were easily spotted. That's why they sucked. Yeah, but then the the T eight hundred was the one that was like living could, tissue. Inf- yeah, was living yeah. tissue on the exoskeleton. And they had to have the dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they, they had the T eight fifty, which came back in T two. What was that? The T850. And that's Arnold in T2. In T2, yes. Okay. So I he was just a, a next a level model up from okay. And yep. he's and he was sent by John Connor, right? In T2 to yeah. protect yes. his his younger self. Himself. Yeah. Yeah. And the TX is <laughs> the uh the Terminatrix. The Terminatrix. She's the one who can self boob. Rise of the Machines. Mm-hmm. Terminator. Yep. So I just I, we just need to get some clarity. On that because I was about to jump Rise across this of table. The of the Terminators. And of course, we have Pops and we have Carl. Yep. Pops Marcus Carl. Wright. We have the uh, John Connor Terminator. Uh, yeah, Terminator. What was the one in the new movie, The Rev 6 or something? Rev 8? Rev 9? Uh, yeah, well, he's one of the revisions. I don't remember. I actually really, for, for all the revisions I'm of the Terminators to, to make them scary, at the time, the T, uh, T-1000, to up the scary, the T-1000 being able to just go anywhere and through anything was a nice touch. I felt like the TX was kind of, like, stupid. And I'm like, well, let's go back to also having a body, a, a skeleton inside of the liquid metal because that way she can turn her arm into a gun or something. Yeah, yeah. laser, like a plasma cannon. But revisiting that concept and in Dark thrower. Fate where you had the liquid metal around a lighter skeleton, like a lighter weight. It wasn't as strong as a T-800. Like it, a carbon fiber. Yeah, it was like a carbon fiber lightweight version, which is good because that way they don't weigh 800 pounds like a T-800 does. But or whatever. But actually, the fact that the liquid metal and the skeleton could separate, separate to attack as still. two different units, right? 
That was a nice touch. Yeah. It, 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 it almost sounds like easy or cliche, but I feel like they did it so well. Then the and the two of them had different strengths and weaknesses. You mm-hmm. had to fight them differently, and I right. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. I, it, yeah, Dark Fate was Rev Nine. Rev, Rev Nine. T eight hundred Rev Nine. Oh, that's an eight hundred Rev Nine. Interesting. Wow. Huh. Okay. Oh. Well, hold on. Yeah. I. Because would, how would the T-800 even exist? Also, you had the ones in the future that were looked like 800s, but they had Doc Ock arms. Yeah, I mean, it gets... The T-1 yeah, million? Crazy yeah. at some point, right? Well, at Actually, some point, like you, just, you mentioned, it's not even Skynet at, in yeah, well, certain timelines. It's so. not. So I'm like, but but there's also the whole concept of would any AI design the perfect killing machine roughly the, the same, same way? way. Yeah. yeah, right. That's what I call the Roddenberry method. Sure. Well, the TX yeah. <laughs> was the Terminator Terminator. That's why she was cool. She terminated Terminator. Yeah, she was the Terminator Terminator. Terminator oh, I did Terminator. Not know that. Yeah, she her yeah job was the Terminate Terminators. Yeah, she could kill people. That was easy. I'm sorry. Because, he was just the Rev Nine. Yeah, well, they had a Rev. Eight, seven, I don't know what those were from. They, maybe they used the Windows method and they just skipped straight <laughs> to another number. Was this a TME? Yeah. Is it a TNT? Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite! Anyway, it's time to race away from this now that everybody knows the whole Budnick thing. We should probably just wrap <laughs> it up. I'm afraid nobody even knew that. All right, what's your favorite? What's <laughs> I, favorite? When I saw it. Yeah. I was like, Budnick. Let's, Corey, do, let's do a quick round table. Corey, your, your favorite, favorite Terminator. Or Terminator moment. Oh. You can't put me on spot like that. Terminator movie or moment <laughs> or I show. Know. I mean, I know T, both T, of mine. T2 is, is the best one. I love them all, but T2 is just so... It's the it's the one that has the best member berries in the, in the Ghibli's for me. Also... The chase scene was pretty wicked. The motorcycle thing, the minigun shooting down everything and blowing up all the cars, you know, but, but I didn't kill anyone, you know, like <laughs> I like it. Also, I really like Miles me. Dyson. I thought he was a cool character. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. Then he died. Yeah, he did. My favorite is the first, the original. And uh, my favorite scene in that is the, <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but it's when, um, uh, the Terminator's chasing them in the car and then he crashes into the concrete wall. And it's just the the violence yes. through which the, the, the Terminator missiles smashes into the <laughs> into the into the dashboard and all that stuff. And it just looks so crazy. And then he gets out and he's all fucked up and and then he cuts his eye out and it's great. <laughs> it is so messed up. That's man. how Mike ends every movie review. And then he cuts his eye out and it's great. <laughs> Good movie. Good Eric. stuff, baby. Uh, yeah, T2 is my favorite. It's the first one I saw, actually. I didn't see the first one until a lot later. Uh, my favorite moment, I think, is from it might have been a deleted scene, but where he's trying to teach the Terminator how to smile. Yeah. Was this a deleted scene? No. I can't remember because I have Uh, I think he's in there. Okay. So he's like, hey, look at that guy over there. You gotta you gotta copy that so you can fit in. See how he's smiling? So the Terminator tries to smile and it's like the most horrific thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I think that is a deleted scene. I laughed my ass. Is it? 
Yeah, because like he does the whole thing with like t- teaching him how to say things and you know yeah. and stuff. But I don't I think, think they the left. Smile. I can't oh. remember because I, I get it confused if because I've watched the extended version more than I have the original. Oh, so they, I've never seen that. So they like do this. There's this whole scene, and I don't know if it was in the theatrical release where they turn him to, from read only to learning mode by a like taking out his chip and inserting it back in or something. Yeah, no, that is not in the movie. No, I know. Oh. I don't remember that. Okay, yeah. so I'm sure that, Dark Joe Pesci will let us know if we were wrong. <laughs> I wish they'd let that in because there's some scenes later where he's like trying to teach him stuff and he's like, okay, you got that? And you're like, yes, I got it. And you understand before he was not learning anything because he was sent to kill and read only. Oh, see, yeah, no, in the movie, I think it just down to the whole, his, you know, you got to do everything I say, right? Yeah. you know and i think it's all based off that conversation yeah I, I thought that they should have left that scene in i think because it, it was really cool how they kind of explain when terminators are sent out they can learn but skynet only sends them out and read only so they don't get attached or you know uh stray from their mission they're just singular purpose to go out and kill stuff right from, interesting yeah. that is an interesting concept yeah but then that would have made carl work a little differently mm-hmm. yeah and I do, I do like the story arc of Carl, yeah. which I won't spoil. Which uh, the first Terminator is my favorite, and the whole because you like Linda Hamilton's mullet, don't you? Oh yeah, you get to see yeah. Linda, Linda Hamilton boobies in that one too, a little bit. And I'm just the saying. whole, uh, the whole Carl concept is kind of my favorite. I uh, <laughs> the whole what the whole Carl concept not from the is, first movie. He's not from the first movie. movie. Favorite one of his favorite concepts. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah Carl made me laugh at a spot where I was not expecting a gag and it didn't make me roll my eyes. It just made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to pick solid colors. I told him it would be a mistake. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be unicorns of rainbows. <laughs> anyway, did we leave anybody out? We got everybody on the... Got everybody. All right. So. so, hey, tell us what your favorite Terminator movie and or moment was... Or was is or, is or will currently be currently is or yeah all you know things to come um by joining us on discord you can go to the website betterkind.com find the link to our discord and join the ever-revolving conversations there on all manner of poppy culture garbage and uh wherever you the podcast give us uh you know if you haven't subscribed subscribe subscribe tell a friend tell we your mother need, we need a five-star review just saying. We need yeah. five-star reviews. Give us them, them, them top-tier reviews. Come on, now. We're not going to tell anybody that you lied. I mean, why would we? <laughs> the only stand to benefit, you know? We're running like we're running a, a review underground here like Budnick. That's right. Your shorts and Bring it. You know, running the whole black <laughs> market. Your shorts is such on. a good show. What's the best? Donkey lips? What? Get yeah. out of here. Ugg. You know yeah. how they called him Ugg? Right? Because oh. his last name was Lee. I hate it when people. What was that other? Uh, what was that other Nickelodeon? Uh, that other Nickelodeon camp show. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Everything. Oh, you remember? Hey, dude. Hey, dude was awesome. Like, hey, dude can eat my sloop. Hey, dude shorts. was okay, but sloop your shorts. Come on. That was top notch entertainment, guys. Oh, hell yeah. Next week we're gonna do sloop your shorts. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over this mic. I'm a cybernetic organism to entertain you in your ear. Oh, there's Howie. Have a great week. Oh, there's Garrick. Ah. <laughs>
<laughs> Get to the jelly. <laughs> You need to stop recording so I can go and make my poops and peeps.